A poor soul of noble origins, a squire tested in battle, a knight errant forged in Camelot, a man strengthened by love. Join Adam as Sir Gulliston and Craig as the Game Master in Blood and Lust, a King Arthur Pendragon duet game of chivalry and mythic adventure. Let us win glory for our king, who will reward us with honors and lands, and the devil take the hindmost. Alright, um, spring comes around, that's spring of 536 finally, after the longest winter phase yet, and um, a herald arrives um, bearing a written message for you. He he gives it to you and then promptly departs. I say, wait, 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 uh, I'm going to need you to read this, sir. He He turns around and says, really? Uh, okay. I I give him a look. Like, are you are you really saying really to a a, a notable knight? <laughs> I mean, he didn't really. He just gave you a look. It just. Yeah, I just give him a look back. Like you want, like you want to go there. Like, just read it to me. Well, anyways, uh, in summation, uh, you are um, invited to a tournament this year in Anglehearth by the good lord, Sir Farron, and his uh, lady wife, the Lady Zoe, um, to celebrate the construction of a new addition to their hall. Basically, he's holding a regional tournament, and you kind of uh, know uh, Sir Farron. He is um, getting on in years, but uh, your family has long been household knights of his lands. Um, he's I mentioned he's from Anglehearth, but uh, that's uh, it's in your own stomping grounds of uh, uh, Huntington. Sorry, I'm just uh, typing along what you're saying. Okay, um, yeah. So in in he's this tournament is gonna gonna be in Anglehurst as well. Uh, Anglehurst, yeah. Um, basically, your family has long been household knights of him, and it it would be a homecoming for you. If oh, you that's excellent. To. Yeah, I think um, he's kind of like, uh, you know, as this man reads this message to him, probably kind of like emotionless because he doesn't, he's a messenger and he doesn't really. So I'm I'm just, uh, but as he's reading it to me, I'm kind of just like turning up with excitement and I'm just like, oh, yes, like, yes. And then I kind of like quiet down a little bit and I'm just like, yes, uh, uh, go on good, sir. Thank you. Like to if there's anything else, like uh, you know, don't let my excitement keep you from uh, telling me. Yeah, uh, your your new squire Arkel kind of just rushes into the hall and like he has your like chainmails chainmails being in the middle of polish and he's like, "What sir? What's going on?" Um, Goliston will kind of like uh, stand big and proud, crack his neck and crack his knuckles. Is it a quest? Like, Are we going somewhere? Like amazing and distant far away. Ah, hold on to your trousers, Arkle. Not yet. We're going home for a tournament. And then he has that look in his eyes, like, oh, but I just left there. And uh yeah, Goliston will kind of read that and he'll be like, This may seem no big deal to you, but I assure you that tournaments 
are the way uh, a knight demonstrates his prowess and his and his virtues. And uh, you may have just come from home, but it is a place I haven't been in a while, and uh, I look forward to uh, to revisiting. Uh, Sir Farron is a is a a friend of our family, and you know I don't need to tell you our our family has been household knights of of his lands for for uh, for generations. And uh, your chaplain, brother Griffey, your brother brother, um, is there with you as well, and says, "Well, um, I suppose it would." be good to see some of the family again. Um, we haven't seen any of them for a while, have we, sir? And he looks at you. Um, Golestin will kind of uh, turn cold at that. And yeah, I guess he, di- he didn't tell uh, he didn't tell Griffey about what happened with Nodens. Um, and he's going to tell him now, though. He's going to be like, Arkel, um, if you could just give me and my brother here a moment of privacy. Yeah. And, and I'm um, going to uh, did, like dismiss him, I guess. Yeah, Baldur kind of shows him out. It's like, what basically slap on that. What are you doing? Interrupting um, our knight when he's in the middle, middle of reading his mail, but he can't read. Shh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, like me not being able to read is probably something that I tr- like, I try to be as nonchalant about it as possible. And in order for that to work, everybody else has to, it's like an elephant in the room that like, I, I pretend it doesn't exist and you need to pretend it doesn't exist. Or there's going to be like a little bit of a awkwardness. Uh, this illiterate guy is a renowned knight now with his own castle. But like, yeah, it's a, he's yeah. He kind of doesn't really, doesn't really get the importance yet, but he um he's going to tell Griffey um that he encountered uh Nodens and he's gonna kind of tell him like the whole story just very honestly that he was chasing after a horse thief, uh a knight that had gone astray and fought the man, killed him, and you know, maybe Griffey heard this part of the story. Um, I don't know the, the depth of, of what I told him, but I'm telling him everything now. And, um, you know, I, I tell him I, I killed this this night imposter, this bandit. Um, and after that, I did battle with his squire and we we nearly killed each other on the battlefield. But the man took his helmet off and it was no other than our brother, Nodens. And in my rage, in my stupidness, I shunned him. I yelled at him. I sent him off. And by the time I had come to my senses and returned to where I had left him, he was gone. This, this pains me, Griffey. And we need to get him back. We need to give him a, a rightful place in this, in this community that we're, that we're building now. You know, I don't know if he's willing to, if he's willing to turn to such pious ways as you have, seems to have his heart set on imitating me or something. And like, I don't know, maybe that's a little bit boastful of Golston. So maybe he would have to check his like, uh, I think you're right. uh, Yeah, I don't know. Like if it's like too proud, but yeah, he thinks that basically like what, what happened is like Nodens is like trying to 
trying to be it's like he's trying to be me and you know it's it's got him into some trouble i yelled at him and now he's gone but we need to get him back because he's still our brother and you know i've made a terrible mistake by shunning him well i just rolled uh brother griffey is forgiving and he passed um he looks a little bit conflicted at what you're saying finally getting the whole story um but eventually he says um well, uh, brother, are you sorry for your part in all this? So sorry. It it pains me. I I didn't know it was him. And had he not revealed himself, I would have killed my own brother. The the burden of that is and he just kind of like shakes his head. And he's like, I didn't tell you this because I hoped I could resolve it before it came to this, but I'm not sure what's going to happen. God forbid I, I never see him again. I, I hate to, to live with the fact that he might think I, I didn't love him. Well, if anyone knows where he is, it, it's probably someone in Hartford. And then he starts saying a few words in Latin and starts moving his hands around in like an official religious type manner. Goliston, uh, Goliston kind of soaks it up, and uh, I think he probably cries uh, as he's absolved. And uh, you know, he's not the most spiritual man, but I think just even in like a medieval psychotherapy type of sense, somebody telling him it's okay, um, you're forgiven. It's just he's just letting that sort of like wash over him and he's trying to kind of like release some of his burden into that into that faith. And um, so he just kind of like takes his knee and just cries, uh, you know, before before Griffey. And we'll screen wipe um, as Golston is um, basically crying um, his shame before his confessor. And when the camera um, fades in again. We see Sir Golston um, atop um, a riding horse um, flanked by a whole entourage of folks and probably more horses than someone uh, even of his station needs to be bringing to something like this. But you're basically traveling by line and you're now in the uh, county of Huntington and you're on your way to um, Anglehurth. Um, when you get to what you think is probably within a few days ride or so, you start, you know, asking the peasants, um, like, okay, Hey, which way, which way? But like, as you get, as you're getting closer, like you don't, you don't long, you no longer have to stop by some of the, um, smaller hamlets. Cause you know where it is on the road by now. And, uh, as you're, as you're getting within like, what you think is like a day's ride, you see a figure riding out to you on a horse. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I just kind of like uh, receive the figure as he kind of like rides up to my entourage and I'm kind of, uh, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm seeing what this figure has to say, but I'm also keeping my, my guard up uh, in a way. I mean, I have a lot of people around me, so I don't think they're going to let me get hurt necessarily, but um, yeah. If you want, you can make me a heraldry roll. Oh, okay, perfect. Uh, pass two on a six. 
Well, you don't know the man himself, but you recognize the arms um, that he carries. He's not a knight because he has what's called a, a difference on his um, heraldry, which, you know, basically uh, younger sons and like people who aren't in line to receive their heraldry directly from their father will make differences. But you recognize this as um, uh, one of the squires that had served uh, uh, one of the knights in Englehurth. You may not know the the man himself or boy as it would be, but um, it's a youthful lad of 16. But you take him to be one of the squires of Englehurth. Okay, so uh, yeah, once I once I can kind of like he gets close enough that I can see the colors, and uh, you know I'm able to kind of like draw that conclusion. I'm going to wave him forward, and I'm I'm going to say, "You boy, over here." Yeah, um, he gives you like one of those um, um, polite nods and trots his horse up closer to you. What is your your Four, your four thousand glory. Um, he doesn't recognize you or your heraldry right away, but um, given where he is from, he's like um, able to recognize uh, like you know your the the theme that's ranked to your family's heraldry. And he says, "Which uh, son of the good Sir Mean do I have the pleasure of meeting today? I am." Uh, Squire Paul of um, his lord, Sir Farron. Uh, a pleasure to meet you, Squire Paul. I'm Sir Goliston Legrand of Lilyhurst. Or, sorry, what did I say? Li- uh, Sir Goliston Legrand of Lily Stream. The honor is mine. Uh, though uh, most, of, uh, most of your family is of Huntington. Oh, still yeah. is. No, no, yeah. he's saying this. Um, but um he smiles and then I congratulate you, sir, then on your uh promotion and station. I give him a nod, very happy that he's noticed. So um if you if you would like, sir, to follow me, I will take you at once to meet uh, uh my lord, uh, your host, and we can get ready for some of the festivities before this grand tournament. Ah, I'm truly excited to be back home. Uh, he gives you a curt nod and uh, kind of falls in line besides, um, beside uh, you on the wagon train. Um, like, clearly giving you the road, but, you know, like, kind of taking a, like, a position that's, like, kind of, like, a guide to you. Like, like the rank position, like, maybe, like, your squire would be riding. So you could tell, like, the lad's being uh, very, very courteous, and he's probably chosen for this task based on his courtesy. And I'll just kind of, like, shoot the shit with him as we ride, and I'll just kind of be asking him, like, you know, so how's the new place? Is it nice? You know, just kind of stuff like that. Like, it must be nice if we're going to, if we're having, like, a tournament here. It must be really something to behold. Well, actually, sir, my... My good lord will be uh, breaking ground today um, as part of the festivities, and this whole tournament is to honor it. He hopes it'll be a yearly thing, bring glory to the county and all. Ah, oh, that would be, that would be truly great. 
So, you know, after like several hours of idle chit chat and whatever news you want to try to get out of them, um, you eventually arrive at, um, Oh, sorry, Anglehurst. I couldn't. I can never remember the name of the place. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a large um, stone uh, um, keep. But let me rephrase. It's a large stone fortified manor house. Um, but it's nowhere as nearly impressive as Lily Stream. But you know, it's still something to be proud of. And your your family has been serving here for a long time. And it's sort of like um like the property version of like that girl next door you grew up with like like you could probably imagine yourself as a kid maybe one day being lord of this grand place but now that you're growing up like the place that you're lord of is far nicer but it still doesn't lose its charm yeah it's like uh it's it's very special even if it is more modest because it it uh you know it has more like you know, ties to memories and stuff. Yeah. So, um, long last, uh, you are welcomed by, uh, Sir Farron. Um, and there's a lot of people there and more people arrive within, um, the day and, you know, you're kind of all, um, brought together and you're allowed to mingle, mingle. There are surprise, surprising amount of, um, like notable guests, in the tournament this year because it's getting closer to out of game the the tournament phase so at this point like tournaments and romance are still like the best way to get glory and like they're incredibly fashionable and like as you're going around you could see like they even built like this like wooden barrier to keep like the horses from clashing into each other as you joust and that wasn't that wasn't there when you were a kid and like there's like some stands that had been erected and like you, you could tell like that he even went gotten like this actual like uh uh like uh, black and white um dyed bunting to kind of like symbolize the colors of his household and that's being put up everywhere it's it's like the old place is getting a nice facelift you know and you could see like there's little flags cordoned off of the area that they're hoping to clear out clear out and build the new place on it's you know it, it's it's charming in its own way but uh what's you're, you're greeted by a whole host of people that um, you've met throughout uh, your journeys as a knight um you're clapped on the back by uh sir tudfold of huntington who uh if you would remember is the old knight who dehorsed you in the grand melee um yeah, yeah i will give him like a just kind of like a, a a modest nod, like uh, you know, like a smile that says, "Like I see you. How's it going?" And uh, I remember when you when you beat me, but like in a friendly way. Yeah, and he's he's there with um uh, one of his uh, uh uh daughters. He introduces her as uh, Lady Ledica uh Ledicia. I'm going to give you these names. As we go, um, among the uh, the crowd, you also meet uh, this you know kind of boastful young knight who introduces himself as uh, Sir George. Um, 
yeah, he he's wearing like the the finest armor, and he's you know quick to chat up with um, a lot of the other ladies and knights. Um, there's also a uh, another knight there um, named uh, Sir Catianus, who you know seems to be showing off um, like how well off he is. And then you come into the room, and kind of like he feels like, oh, I was the best dressed person here. Because I assume you're wearing your new duds. Oh, yeah. Like, and this is like just such a experience. This is kind of like a, like I had a similar feeling. Um, I, I went to my old middle school to see my nephew's T-ball game and they remade the school. And it's like, uh, it's just like a mega school now. Um, yeah, it's kind of like the same feeling but um to kind of make you feel uh, a little bit smaller again you got the most fashionable man in the realm as well sir tor there to kind of like you know make sure you're not too uh um tight for your britches sir tor i'm very like uh pleased to run into him again uh me and him have had some fun times together yeah he gives you a polite nod and uh you know asks um if um who actually made your outfit because it is it's very striking on you good sir oh i'm like uh very very flattered by his compliment and i'm just like really you, you think you don't you don't think it's too much and i kind of like uh pose it out a little bit on you 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 need a little much if you know what i mean i mean you've you've gotten so large and i give like a gigantic belly laugh that probably like shakes the room a little bit and i clap him on the back hard he takes it in good fun um some other notable uh attendees of this tournament are you know a few uh knights you would know anywhere uh the three knights of orkney have arrived um including sir gawain your bitter rival uh uh sir um aggravane and Sir, um, so uh, this should say Gareth, who you haven't met him yet before. Um, two of the Orkney brothers, uh, Sir Mordred and Sir Gaharis, are not there, but um, yeah, you've you, you can't help but um, recognize these three anywhere. I uh, I give I give nods and and hellos to all of them, uh, you know. Oh, hello, uh, hello, Sir Gawain. Hello, Sir Agravain. Like more serious one, and uh, and you, sir. I I don't think uh, I don't think I've uh, had the pleasure of meeting you yet. Uh, Sir Gareth, and he is. He just says his name simply. Um, Gawain acknowledges you, and um, Agravain kind of just like leaves and starts chatting with uh, some of the ladies. Yeah, um, that's. Yeah, you see, you, you see, Agravain kind of like. Flirting around with uh, Lady uh, Ladicia. Um, is uh, is Lady Ladicia like pretty, pretty stunning? Like pretty, uh, pretty lady. I mean, she she doesn't hold a candle to uh, your love, but um, you know, for for whatever reason, like uh, many of the 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 young the, the younger crowd are, you know, kind of like sniff around, seeing what she's all up to. She appears to be uh, a young lady of marriageable age, and Sir uh, Tuffold um, actually comes up to you and says, 
uh, well, young sir, um, what do you think? Or, well, young sir, uh, what do you think? Not bad for an old geezer like me. He's talking about his daughter? Correct. Uh, oh, uh, yes, sir. She's she's very beautiful, of course. Uh, you know, just like in a polite, respectful way, not like in a sniffing around her kind of way. So, uh, movie stream now. Indeed, it's been quite the project. Yes, I, uh, I heard about your appointment to the Queen's Knives, and I must say uh, congratulations are in order. Oh, well, well thank you so much, S- you, Sir Tudfold. Can you actually make me a flirting roll? It's not what you think. Pass. Uh, three on a 16. First off, check your flirting, but this was to recognize that he's totally trying to set you up uh yeah i mean golson's not having any he's not even gonna entertain it his uh his heart belongs to another he doesn't want to go as far as to say that and put his put his feelings on the table like that but if the man uh you know gets like um he's being very polite yeah if he gets like a more blunt about it he's going to say that his heart belongs to another but uh just holding that knowledge don't need to play that card too soon sort of thing yeah so then um you are about to get ready to um you know um, have like a welcoming feast for all these very um noble and grand guests that have you know come from both near and far to see this uh humble hall of mine and attend this uh tournament which i swear will bring Many honors to our king and ladies around here. And, you know, Sir Farron starts speaking about why he's gathered you all here today. Um, but uh, he basically, um, like, is toasting um, everyone's arrival. Um, could you make me a an app roll, please? Um, pass four on a 12. So you're actually um, seated pretty near the salt um which is you know pretty good for some of your station because if you would have crit you would have been like at the high table above the salt but uh um you you very rarely like unless you're like one of the few guests there but like for a like a feast of this size this is um actually quite uh um you know quite a seating position for you um, in fact, you you might notice that you are seated a bit higher and in better precedent than the two other of your brothers that are there, um, Sir uh, uh, Sirs Mean and Helig. Ooh, oh, sorry, are... sorry, sorry, Sirs um, um, March and Helig. Means your father. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say uh, my old man's here too. No, he he he's died. Dad, you're back. Maybe it's going through your head. You see, um, your older brother, and he's in like a spit in the image of him now. Oh yeah, but you're towering over him. So, um, yeah, you, you're you're seated very well, and uh, you know they're they're gonna start um, bringing out um, some of the courses soon. But um, as you're, um. As you're about to all get ready and settled, um, and it seems like 
you know, glasses are starting to be filled. And um, Zerferin um, starts to stand as if to give a toast. Um, the hall door opens up and in walks a um, a knight and a lady. Um, you could make me a heraldry roll, if you will. Um, that's a fail. Uh, 13 on a 6. Yeah, th- this knight doesn't have a lot of glory, but um, you've, you swear you've seen uh, this sort of motif before um, in the heraldry. It's like a like a red shield and like it's all red with like it appears to be three castles on it um this is oh this i know this is actually this is sir mavis right it is indeed your friend um and one time uh um rival of the joust sir mavis the lady knight of kenilworth who is scorning the most beautiful woman in the world Awesome. Um, yeah, this really this really is a party. And uh, yeah, I kind of make like a little bit of an exaggerated um, like wave to to her. Like, I'm like oh, hey, uh, basically, Golestan is is mostly impressed with everybody that's ever beat him up, uh, except for Sir Agravain, who he's like a tiny bit bitter about the whole thing. And of course, the lady who Sir Mavis is with. Yeah, I mean, do I recognize that? Oh yeah, uh, do I, mean, I recognize her? It doesn't matter what she's wearing; you'd all, you'd know those blue eyes anywhere. Wait, now, uh, what what's happening? So, as uh, Sir Mavis and Lady Avielli uh, arrive, you know, fashionably late to the feast, um, there's some hustle and bustle, and you know, some couple nights are bumped down so that. She could sit a bit higher above the salt, but you know they they take it with good courtesy. Um, and her escort is you know seated near you too. All of you being above the salt, you're kind of near the same table, not at the same end of it, but you know, still there. That's super cool. Uh, yeah, Golston is like kind of confused, but he also um. It's just like, wow, like Sir Mavis uh, and Lady Avielli. I didn't realize they were friends, you know? He's like feeling like a maybe like a sting of, of uh, jealousy because maybe not even like romantic jealousy, but kind of just like she's with a cooler knight and uh, it upsets him in a way, you know? Oh, totally. And, you know, who knows what sort of she- uh, secrets girls share when they're together. Right. Yeah, exactly. He's like, uh, he he thought basically that he was more in on night stuff than she was, but she has a, a whole different connection, which is like a like girls club connection. And he's just like, oh, like shit, you know? How do I find out more about that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, Sir Farron, um, at long last, um, once all. The heralds and servants get everyone situated again. Your um, everyone's cups are um, raised. Uh, you, you notice that um, they have to bring out an extra wine skin to um, fill up your giant pimp glass that you have because you bring your own uh, cutlery and goblets to these things. 
I need bigger ones for my massive hands. So yeah. So at long last, Sir Farron, um, um, you know, rises and offers a toast to uh, friendship and prosperity in Huntington, Logris, Camelot, and all of England. I get up and give like the a really hearty cheer to that. And you're not you're not the only one who uh, uh, you know drinks heartily at that. So we're gonna have a uh, quick feast here. Yeah, I love feast. Feast, 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 feast. So there's a few options at feast, and I, you know, I I've been running feast kind of loosey goosey, but there's a, a bit more involved if you really want to get down into it. I think this is a, a special kind of place where we should kind of get down into it. I agree. So you have um, a few options here. You're seated up, um, near the salt, and you have a few things you can do. One, of course, is to um, take a card from the feast deck. But since you are now a renowned knight, you would be actually, um, if you chose that, you'd be drawing three cards and picking one to play. Um, you could also, as always, flirt, intrigue, uh, play games, indulge. But I want to I want to mention that feast cards also have this bonus called um, geniality, which taking them can give you bonuses for other things for the rest of the feast. Yeah, I mean we gotta we gotta do the cards. We gotta. Okay, so um, let me find the syntax. Is this the first time we're using the uh, bot for this? I think so. So um, that's the syntax I put in that check because I didn't want to have it actually draw. But um, you'd be drawing three if that's the option you chose. Yeah, that's definitely... I mean, okay, so uh, just a little out of character really quick. I was going to ask you if... um, Would it be inappropriate for me to flirt with Avieli while she's here with somebody else? Uh, I mean, I know it's, I mean, it's just like, I, I feel like since she came with somebody else, is that considered like poor uh, etiquette or courtesy? But I, I don't want to do that. I just want to do the cards. All right. Yeah. And to answer your question, it depends on how well you flirt, how inappropriate or appropriate it is. Gotcha. Um, so I would do the syntax and do uh, draw three. Three. And okay. Then you pick one to play. Uh, I might have done it wrong. Let me see. There we go. Oh my god, I love him. I just read the first one and I love it. So do I pick one or uh, do all three happen? So you pick one of those to play off of. If you pick the bottom one, it has a fist. Basically, you'd hold it in your hand and it'll affect other things going on in, in later rounds. But the first two, you would just resolve right away if you chose them one of them uh it's i'm okay so i'm so torn between the quarreling knights and just popular popular is great and i think it's thematically it's such an awesome boost uh and like it it's like all right so i'm picking popular then uh basically my reasoning 
is I think it really, first of all, matches the kind of vibe that you explained uh, when I arrived and the way that I was being treated. And I think that that kind of like fits the bill with that. Um, But uh, I feel like the Coraline Knights thing uh, is super uh, interesting and both uh, outcomes are just like (laughs) really, really good uh, story drivers. But uh, so yeah, uh, sorry for that sidetrack. Popular is the card I choose. So you are popular tonight. Everyone seems drawn to you. Keep this card when you do gain plus two geniality per round. So you're holding on to this card for this round. So that's what you do. There's a few other things going around that you notice. Um, um, you can't help but notice that... Um, um, actually, could you make me an either flirting or courtesy or awareness and tell me which one you want. Flirting. Uh, 15 on a 16 pass. Um, so don't forget you have plus two gen- geniality and you're oh, right. Yeah. And you're wearing plus four um, uh, Libra clothing. And you also have plus four for your uh, glory bonus. So, Adding 10 to that um, actually makes that a crit, I think. Yeah, because it'd be 25 and you got a 15. So, okay, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You So, remember the, all those bonuses going forward because, like, you are popular at this. You are renowned. You are probably the second best dress there. Okay. Yeah. All right. I definitely added that to the, uh, yeah, to the sheet. So I'm I'm going to um I'm gonna just give you all of it. You're kind of like uh like scoping out the room and you see that uh <sighs> Sir George, that young knight you saw earlier, is like basically like talking to um some of some of the uh serving staff and He's basically saying, like, he's he's boasting very loud. He's like, winning this tournament will be the next step on my path to winning the hand of Lady Anne. And, like, you're kind of, you're picking up just conversations and snippets from all over the place. So he's really trying to um, impress, like, the Lord's daughter here. Um, you're saying, like, Sir Aggregate, he is really getting successful with uh, Lady uh, Laditia, the Sir Tetford daughter that he was trying to set you up with and like it looks like that might be going places um um basically you're you're looking around and your eyes can't help but fall on lady avielli like you can't she's obviously the most beautiful one in the entire room probably the entire world at this point of course but um you're you're seeing that she is you're having this feeling she's being kind of cold in general. And since you crit possibly cold to you in specific. Damn. Uh, okay. Uh, Golestin is like trying to play it cool. Um, at first he's like, uh, you know, he's picking up on it, but he's trying to play it suave. Like he's not, uh, chasing after her like just yet or something but like i think like after maybe a certain point of time passes like uh it's it's just kind of like eating away at him and he's going to um he's gonna kind of like maybe like try to like approach her uh 
when she's like um not really like talking to anybody else and he's just going to um say like he's gonna be like so she's currently um, talking to someone else and oh, okay your, your yeah. move your move on um, this time was you know just be popular yeah right gotcha gotcha so um you could do that possibly next time um yeah like, they're 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 serving out these uh awesome actually you've had this before almond cake served on rondels you know it's a it's a really good starter you're you're grown quite accustomed to that one love and like you possibly like even get up to interact with them lady avielli but then like you're kind of like body blocked by this other knight and like you're a big guy so like um you bump into him a little bit and like possibly have like a what's the big idea um thought going through your head but then you turn and it's um staring right at you is uh sir gawain yeah like i kind of have like a what the heck and then i'm just like oh sir gawain and i uh i like kind of um give him like a friendly greeting and um you know probably just immediately start kind of like uh engaging in conversation with him and then i'm like in the corner of my eye just the whole time looking over at uh Sir Mavis and Lady Avielli and just like I, I wonder what they're talking about. And Gawain totally is picking up what's going on there. He he's been around. He's a he's one of the romantic knights in court at this point. And then he's looking at you as like lady troubles, huh? As he hiccups after you notice that he's drained his goblet a few times. Uh Sir Goliston will kind of set his head down and shrug and say, yeah, I think so. I tell you, have have I ever told you the story how I've met the most beautiful woman in the world and married her? No, but uh, as a as a romantic myself, I uh, I'd love to hear it. And he kind of just like he sits down and uh, he's going to like uh have another cup and, and listen to this uh listen to this story. This guy understands the heart and uh that's that's what go that's what um Goldston wants to hear about. So he wrote pretty poorly on his orate, but he has enough glory that it doesn't really matter. So he's like kind of like he's probably really drunk at this point. But he says, well one day my my nephew not my nephew, my uncle, you, you know who that is, right? Yes, of course. So and I, yeah, I kind of uh, out of character. His ne- his uh, uncle is um, is key. I have her in down. Sir Gawain, Sir Gawain, where's my list? Okay, what is Sir Gawain again? So it's King Arthur. It is King Arthur himself. Or? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, so yeah. He, so that's that changes things again. Yeah. King Arthur, he's just he's in the woods, you know, and uh he runs into this guy, uh, this uh Sir Gromer, that dastard, and while well, he's he's hunting, and they, he gets him alone, and he says, King Arthur, if you don't get my question right, I gotta kill you. I gotta take your head right off. He didn't yeah. say that to the to the king. To and the like king. is acting like so, like you know, surprised and enthralled. He's just like unbelievable. So, my uncle, 
hero he is he's like sure i'll take your quest i'll answer your question and then the guy says sir gromer if uh you don't give me a a sass fairy actor i'm gonna cut your head off and arthur says yeah and he says what is it that women most desire which uh you know that's uh that's the question now isn't it so uh yeah yeah so he uh he says let me find this out for you and then he finds out about this uh lady in the woods this uh this witch if you will uh trouble always happens in the woods you know but uh the lady says that uh sure king arthur i'll give you the answer to this question but in order for you to answer your question you gotta give me a boon and king arthur generous guy he is and he starts hiccuping again but you know keeps it down Generous guy as he is, of course, says, yes, I'll grant your boon, lady. All right, says the lady. I want to marry Gawain. And King Arthur says, absolutely. That's that's how it happened. It was just a, a mere. But that's not the that's not the that's not the start of it. She she gives him the answer. And then. And he says, thank you. Um, I'll, uh, I'll go tell this to Sir Gromer. And he tells, he tells him the answer. And Sir Gromer says, yeah, that's right. You can live. Then he comes and tells me, nephew, that's me, Gawain. I'm his nephew here. Says, Gawain, you got to go marry this lady. And I said, well, my liege your will be done because you know that's how i roll but you know what what did you get in return and the king says to me he says to me she told me what women most want in the world of course i want the answer to this question so i ask and he generous guy that he is he gives it to me and king arthur he tells me what women want most is the power to make up their own mind. So I keep that in mind. This is very important, young knight. You remember this. I go off to have my wedding night with my bride, and she's not an old witch. It's dark out, but she's the most beautiful woman in the world. I says, baby, how could this be? And she says, I was cursed, and, you know, having you marry me lifted said curse, but I can only be beautiful half the day. So do you want, Gawain? Do you want me to be beautiful at night for you? Or beautiful in the day where anyone else could see us? I thought about this. And you know what I said? What did you say? I said the most perfect answer. I said, lady, you decide. So she says, that's the best answer ever. So I'm going to be beautiful all the time. <gasps> so that's how I, I married and kept the most beautiful lady in the world. Thank you for coming for my TED Talk. 
and like all the other knights around and ladies who've been listening to this impromptu tale kind of get up and like start uh clapping and like patting going on the back and like you're you're drawing eyes from all over the place as other people are like rubbernecking at this story and like you're you're popular too and you're kind of being reflected in Gawain's popularity at this point too and as he's making his way to back to his seat uh now more proud Gawain kind of like uh whispers to you now go win your lady back yeah that that was an amazing story and uh Golston is definitely like super inspired by that so now it's uh round two of the feast so let's let's find out what uh what specialty dishes up for round two want to find out more about the story join our discord channel the link is in the description <laughs>